Kate McClellan, pro wedding planner with over 16 years of experience helping more than 400 couples down the aisle. I started Planning Collective to help all couples get through the overwhelm of wedding planning by sharing my actionable tips and tools that I've used over the years working with my clients. We'll focus on getting rid of what I like to call FOWO, the fear of wedding oversight. This is an unfortunate condition that almost every couple will suffer from at some point. Let's get you back to enjoying the planning process. Here we go. Hey guys, Kate here. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Planning Collective podcast. Today's episode, we are going to talk all about what to expect at your potential vendor meetings. For some couples, the thought of setting up meetings with vendors can feel really overwhelming. Many think that they need to have more answers or plans together than you really do. So I figured it would be a great opportunity to go over what to expect when you're setting up consultations with potential vendors. I'll go over some specifics for each category, but generally speaking, a professional vendor will help walk you through the process. We all have our own systems for our initial chats with couples typically involving prompts to help you get to the important details that we need to put together a contract or proposal. While it's good for you to have some questions ready, don't hold off on scheduling initial meetings with vendors just because you don't have all of your details planned out yet. I see this hesitation happen a lot, actually, and if you wait to set up an appointment with them, this could mean that they book your date with another couple. The truth is, all you really need is a wedding date and an estimated budget for the service before you start the initial conversations. First up, though, I recommend you reach out to make sure that the vendor is, of course, available and within your budget range. While some vendors are more upfront about their pricing than others, you may need to reach out to get some more details beforehand. For some reason, some are hesitant to share pricing before setting up a meeting, but you can let them know that you just need a general price range to make sure you're not wasting anyone's time by setting up a meeting. As you're setting up these meetings, I recommend you start with two to three vendors per service to get started. You can certainly compare more than that by what you're able to find online, but when it comes to actually meeting with vendors, you're going to start to get burnt out or overwhelmed if you try to talk to them all. After you've done your research to find out who is available and looks to be within your budget, pick your favorite two to three of the group and start there. After you've met with them, if you still don't feel comfortable, you can always continue down the list to chat with more. The actual meeting logistics have definitely changed in the past couple of years. If the vendor has a showroom, office space, or studio, they may have you come in to set up an in-person meeting. Many in the industry work from home offices, so they may prefer to meet at a coffee shop or even offer to meet at your home, if you're comfortable with that. After the last couple of years, however, we are all very familiar with virtual meetings, and often it is much more convenient even if you are in the same town. It saves everyone time from traveling to and from different offices or coffee shops. The exception to this would, of course, be your venue. You'll most likely want to tour that in person. And additionally, rental companies, you'll probably want to stop and see them in person if you need to select out different colors or styles of linens, chairs, or other rental products. However, even when it comes to venues and rental items, there are definitely great options to be able to make virtual meetings happen, at least to get some basic quotes or pricing together. All right, now that you have some vendor meetings or calls set up, what do you need to have ready or prepared beforehand? While I do recommend you come prepared with some questions, you really don't need to have many of your details solidified prior to these initial conversations. 
I'm going to link a list to some questions that I've put together for you to ask potential vendors in the show notes here. You can also find them at planningcollective.com. Make sure you grab those and that will start get your questions going before your meetings. Okay, getting into the actual meeting, again, a professional vendor will walk you through the process, likely asking you a bunch of questions along the way. A word of warning, it is super common to feel overwhelmed and sometimes frustrated when you get a slew of questions, especially if you don't know the answers to some of those questions just yet. Remember that the point of this call is for them to get more details about you and your wedding so they can put together a proper quote. Nothing you say in this first chat is set in stone, and it is absolutely fine to say, you know what, we haven't thought about that yet. Trust me, that does not mean that you are behind or failing at wedding planning. Venue meetings and tours are definitely a bit different from the rest of your vendors. I've covered topics in the past that address venue-specific conversations, including six things to consider before booking your wedding venue, wedding catering 101, and how to plan a backyard wedding. I'll link to these and other venue-specific resources for you in the show notes, and you can also find them at planningcollective.com. When it comes to your other vendors, it will be a bit more of a straightforward conversation. When you're chatting with a DJ, band, videographer, or planner, the conversation will really be about the wedding details and what services you're looking for. Again, they will prompt you with the detailed questions, but you can begin by simply telling them about your preliminary wedding plans, and I also recommend sharing with them what made them stand out to you in the first place. Maybe a past client of theirs recommended you to them, or you've been secretly stalking their work on Instagram since before you were even engaged. This information can really help start the conversation, and it lets them know if you're already familiar with their services or not. Alternatively, you can share negative experiences that you've had in the past with vendors in this category. This is pretty common when talking about music. We've all been to a wedding or event where the cheesy DJ took over the dance floor. Sometimes it's easier to share with the vendors what you know you don't want than identifying what it is that you do want at this stage in the planning. Some common questions that you might be asked will be about your wedding day timeline and the number of hours you think you'll need the services for. Potential caterers, florists, and rental companies will also ask about guest counts and the number of tables you think you'll need. I can promise you that no vendor will expect you to have an exact timeline or guest count at these initial consultations. Unless you're a month or less out from your wedding, giving them a guesstimate on these details is absolutely fine. For example, if you tell a potential photographer that you think you only need eight hours, and then as the day gets closer, it's clear that you need maybe 10 to 12, you can always add in those extra hours down the road. From a timing standpoint, you can anticipate the consultations will be anywhere from 20 to maybe 60 minutes or so, sometimes a bit longer when you're discussing catering or floral details. Before you wrap up, make sure you ask them what the next steps would be if you'd like to move forward. Having them put together a proposal or a quote for you does not lock you in to using them. Even if you're on the fence at the end of the meeting, you can have them put together an initial proposal for you to review and that will help you compare vendors once you've had a chance to chat with a few. 
many of your vendors should be able to put something together for you within one or two business days. Do keep in mind though, that catering, floral, and rental quotes can sometimes take a couple of weeks as they'll need to confirm pricing and often connect with other vendors about availability and again, pricing of additional products they might need. Once you've had a chance to talk with at least two vendors per service, you may have a strong pull towards one over the other, or the decision may be purely based on budget. There's not a right or wrong answer in how you pick one over the other once you have made sure they fit within your budget. One final note I will share is that personality will matter for some vendors, but it really might not be a deal breaker for others. For example, let's say you meet with an amazingly talented florist, but they're kind of awkward and super, super shy. While you might not vibe with them on a personal level, that won't impact their ability to provide you with this beautiful decor for your wedding. However, if you meet with an awkward or abrasive photographer, DJ, or wedding planner, that can really impact your enjoyment of the wedding day. An obnoxious photographer following you around all day is not going to be something you want. So make sure you're also taking that into consideration while you make your decision. All right, so who is up next on your vendor meeting list? Head on over to the Wedding Planning Collective Facebook group and let us know. Make sure you also check out those questions to ask potential vendors and the other resources available over at planningcollective.com. And as always, if you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you could leave a quick review. It would mean the world to me and it would help other couples find the wedding planning resources they need. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>